Hi everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Creative Rituals Podcast. I am excited to say that I spoke to my wonderful friend Rowan Walker again for this interview. We are just kind of on the heels of this beautiful full moon and we talked about creativity and permission and making it a part of everyday life, letting go of perfectionism, which is, as you know, something I just love talking about. Um, so much <laughs> and so yeah it was wonderful to catch up with Rowan our last interview came out in November 2021 it was episode 126 and so much has happened since then I think our creative lives has un have unfolded further we have had new ideas between ourselves and so yeah really wonderful to catch up again and I hope that you'll love this episode as much as I did um, as, as much as I did recording it today and I also hope you'll check Rowan's workout it's beautiful I'll link to it I can highly recommend it I don't have a ton of updates I am pretty tired today I'm just sitting here by candlelight tying up a few loose ends and then I'm gonna have an early bedtime <laughs> but um, I have relaunched my patreon that is probably my biggest update I've also um, updated my website a little bit and so if you want to know more about the new patreon you can listen to my last episode or you can check the link in the show notes all right thank you so much for listening Hi everyone, I have my special love, as you know, for second interviews. I'm talking this time again to Ron Walker of Hawthorne and Jew. And we're recording this in spring and it feels like a really beautiful just post full moon Wednesday. It's very cold but very sunny here and I'm just excited to speak to Ron about creativity in the sense of very gentle emergence into spring and to things moving again and becoming warmer a lot has happened since we last talked as is often the case and I'm just really happy to have you again I will link in the show notes to your previous interview so if people want to watch uh, listen to that first they can um, but maybe let's start here like what is your work all about at the moment what do you feel excited for and also thank you so much for being here <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast, so it's a real gift. <sighs> yeah, what is my work like lately? I have been doing a lot with um, creative practice and creative devotion. I think based on our relationship and like our work together over the past few years, it's really impacted me. And so I've been really tending the thread of creativity in my life um, that to me is like a part of aliveness. And so I've been also doing a lot of that in my work too. Um, and so it's looks like creating containers around tarot and creativity, um, creating zines about it and like exploring creativity and embodiment um, and how those things are like inextricably linked. Um, so it's just been a lot of dreaming and creativity and lots of writing in my journal and lots of just dreaming big dreams about you know, what my life could be like if I tended my creative nature every day. Um, and if that was like a thread of me and it wasn't this thing that I worried about being skilled enough or having like the technical ability, but just like this, this like heart flame that I can tend regularly and then also hold space for queer and trans folks to also do that. 
especially in this time of um, in the US, like increasing transphobia and queerphobia in general and increasing state repression, like how can we still hold containers for this like creative joy and aliveness and belonging um, that all life embodies? Yes, it's so funny how our thoughts often run parallel if we hang out together often, even if it's just <laughs> online, right? <laughs> yes, um, it's beautiful to be connected in that way. And I have been thinking around such similar lines of, I loved how you phrased this, like, what would my life be like if I really explored and made, I know, I know you said, didn't say it exactly like that, but what if we made real space for creativity every day and it wasn't so much about technical skill or it being perfect but it I think something I love thinking about this year is um, intimacy and commitment over perfectionism but just such different qualities and I think uh, the first two are just so generative and interesting and playful and perfectionism is just boring <laughs> but it's also easy to let go of uh, yeah hard to let go of yeah mm -hmm. uh, I know you're working with the tarot quite a bit and I would love to hear more about that what does that look like and maybe when you have these moments of uncertainty or uh, maybe not enoughness or do do I need more technical skill you know all these boring things that come up how is the tarot bringing you back to what's really true and how does your practice look like at the moment that's a great question. Yeah. I think tarot, like all these um, other tools for self-knowing is just like a really beautiful, helpful mirror for me a lot of the time. Um, and so I do have a daily practice. I'm looking over at my altar right now where my tarot is. And I do have a daily practice where I sit at my altar in the mornings and I look out the window and then I draw tarot cards um, and just exploring like what's alive for me that day. But then I also do have a practice of coming to the tarot like when I need extra help as well. Um, and tarot is a spiritual practice for me. So I come like with questions for spirit and with all that is. And tarot is like a modality or a medium through which we communicate. Um, and so it feels really sweet. And yeah, I often, I often come back to tarot because it really does hold um, so many like human archetypes in it and so many messages that can really help me through hard times. And sometimes I just don't know what to do. And so I can just sit down and let it all out um, and ask spirit or ask tarot or ask myself really, because those are all kind of the same thing to me. Like, what do I need to know about what's happening and, and what can I do in this moment um, to really embody the person that I want to be? And, and like respond and move from that place and really root into my integrity because it does seem like life is not getting any easier. And so, yeah, like how can we really work with our tools and collaborate with these sacred things to support us in moving through it? Um, so, yeah, and then I also, I pick a card every year at Samhain. And this year, uh, again, for the second time during the pandemic, um, I first pulled it in 2020, but my card of the year is the Ace of Wands. Um, and that just feels so supportive. And so I keep it on my altar and I'm making a zine about it too. Um, and just like really deepening my relationship with individual cards over time also intentionally. And that practice just brings so much joy and like self-awareness into my life. I love that. There's a few things here I want to pick up on. 
Firstly, I love this practice of intimacy with individual cards. And I think that when we encounter the tarot, be it for the first time or in a new way, or like years into practice, and it just becomes different and changes with us, it just always or so often mirrors how what we're taught by consumerism of like, I have to hold them all and I have to know everything and I have to have these really big spreads and then kind of slowing it down and being like, what is what is the message here and how can I explore that further? And I also think it's so courageous when people draw a card for the year. I always choose mine. So like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm too much of a conflict, but I like anyway, I choose one and then I draw cards to um, explore that relationship further but that's cool and and the other thing I wanted to say which I think you mentioned earlier is about yeah what's happening in the U.S. and um, just like the onslaught of transphobia and sadly that is happening here too um, in, in different ways I've just been seeing it at the corner of my eyes and I just wanted to say that I think what you said is so important about making those spaces for people to come together and still feel shared joy around those things and those ways of being in the world and sharing that yeah that is so important I really loved um the art circle that you facilitated I can't even was it last year or the year before I'm not sure now but it was very beautiful and it was so gentle and just so um so good to show up for that every week for a while and be together quietly I think that just cannot be underestimated like how cool that is to be with people who get that yeah um I wondered also I'm sorry I'm just bringing that question on you but I it's just fresh on my mind at the moment because I've been talking a lot in the last few days about astrology with my friends um do you do you ever feel Virgo vibes in in your creativity (laughs) (laughs) how you you approach the tarot and if so please say more (laughs) that's so funny that you're asking that um because yeah like we're in Pisces season in the full moons in Virgo and a lot of my astrology falls along the Virgo um Pisces axis like all my planets are there and so I have been thinking about this personally um that's so funny but yeah I definitely think like the daily devotional aspects um like and then that the pre- like making the spiritual practical I really feel that is part of um like the creature that I am in the world and that is reflected in my astrology that this idea that like like you're saying we can cultivate intimacy by having a very gentle like regular engagement with a tarot card with tarot in general or with whatever spiritual practices we find like resiliency building um as queer and trans people like I think that is often well it shows up in a lot of my work and I like to take like big concepts and make them understandable to people and then like invite us all to just regularly show up for them um and you know I fall off my daily practice all the time so I say this with no judgment um but just like showing up again and again for these things that matter to us um yeah and having it all be all about like compassion and interconnection and really like weaving these webs I think also um, I see reflected in my astrology as well. And I just, I love, I love to hold space for people to come together. It's like one of my favorite things. And it's like, it's what feeds me and what like feeds my resiliency is to like be in shared space with people in this way and allow us to connect across the ocean and across the country and, and just be together and experience joy. Um, and yeah, I think that's just part of how I came into this world. 
That is so wonderful. I so appreciate the Virgo energy in my life. I don't have any major Virgo placements, but I really love where Virgo season also falls into the year. It's just exactly that time where I'm like, okay, and now it has to become really practical and like we're organizing it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I, a friend of mine sent me an, a horoscope yesterday that was like, and Scorpios are getting this reminder of their mortality this week. And I was like, this is so funny because I think only a non-Scorpio would think that Scorpios need a reminder of their mortality. <laughs> I contemplate it every day. I'm just thinking about the end of the world <laughs> as my spiritual practice. And I need to be around Virgos sometimes who are just like grounding it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I really love that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we really, I think, like we as humans, each of us being who we are, really like mm-hmm. complement each other and support each other because mm-hmm. we're not meant to do any of this alone, right? So yeah. we each like bring our own gifts and our own natures yeah. <laughs> and tendencies and we get to learn from each other. Yes, yes, totally. So yeah, thinking about the summer and Virgo season, which feels very abstract now, but spring is definitely coming. And yeah. I would love to hear more about your creative dreams, any projects that you're working on right now kind of what your you wish is because it's such a it's such a tender time isn't it like we're in the pandemic but we're not in lockdown anymore and things are kind of changing it's a lot to navigate and there is this opening but it's not straightforward right um how are you receiving this energy of the sun <laughs> coming back <laughs> yeah it's a great question um I guess I have a few different thoughts uh I mean work-wise um next week it, registration closes for my working the wands program and so um as a cohort we're going to spend like three months together from the equinox to the solstice um working with our creativity and creative devotion and the wands in the tarot and so that's um taking a lot of like my big growing sunshine work focus um but then also and I mean, that does feel like a dream come true personally. Like I love this regular devotional tending um, to like daily practice, but thinking about the summer more broadly, the summer is a time when I spend a lot of time outside. Um, like I swim every day and I romp through the mountains and the rivers here. Um, I live on in Northeastern Vermont, which is unceded Abenaki land. And it's the warm season is so short here. And so I like to spend it at outside as possible um and so I actually like take a vacation from my work um I actually do most of my work like autumn winter spring and so um I do a lot of like dreaming in the woods and I bring my journal and I make zines and I do lots of like personal creative things and like really refill my cup and then I go um work again begins in the autumn and so I'm really looking forward to it just like the bright sun and the way the mountains turn so green it's it's wild and amazing yeah that sounds beautiful I love living in really seasonal places I think our landscapes are very different but I definitely relate to the sense of like how precious summer is when it's not very long and um and also gentle in a way I don't know if it's gentle for you but here it doesn't go above um a temperature that's like comfortable to be outside it's still kind of balmy and soft <laughs> yeah yeah it, it doesn't get as warm here as um where I'm from so it all feels very mild to me mm-hmm. yeah 
um there's so much more I would love to ask but I, one question that comes to mind is if you have a card at the moment that kind of maybe you lean into your new daily practice or that has been coming up a lot you mentioned the one of ones and maybe yeah I would also love to hear a bit more about your relationship with the one suit and um what does that mean how is it supporting you to really think about these different archetypes in your creative practice I feel like there's so many cards lately that have been supporting me it's like hard to hard to pick some but yeah to start with the ace of wands um I really like aces as beginnings um I don't know if it's because I have a lot of mutable signs in my astro chart but like I really love beginnings and like the creation part of things um and so a lot of pleasure comes from like having an idea and creating the thing and then like the end result actually like sometimes is fun and sometimes is almost besides the point um and so I really find that resonates with some of the aces to be like, we're like starting this project. Um, and I appreciate the reminder to like, let myself be a beginner again, you know, that like, we're just beginning something. You don't have to get it right. You don't have to know where it's going to go. Um, and just bringing that like, not quite fool's energy, but just that beginner's energy to all that I'm doing, um, just so that I free myself from like perfectionism in the ways it keeps showing up. You know, I keep unpacking it and then it's there again. It's so deep. And so I think that's all maybe also a Virgo thing, but yeah, just the ACE has been really helping me like take chances on the creative ideas and like to not like stifle any of my impulses creatively. Um, on the ideas of like, what if it doesn't work? Or what if nobody wants to do this with me? Or what if no one wants to read the zine? Like, because the creative aspect is the point. Um, if that's what's what really feeds me. And so, yeah, they've been really wonderful. And then I think also in general, I really like um, the hanged one and um, the devil, which in one of my decks, Thea's tarot is oppression, which I like as a better framing. Um, but those are cards I work with a lot too, just personally, um, as I'm trying to like unpack things like perfectionism or inner criticism or like the ways that maybe I've internalized external systemic oppression and the ways like I keep myself caged creatively. And like, I don't let myself just try a random thing I've never done before because of fear that I won't be good at it or something. Um, and so those cards also really support me in this deepening with my creative self where I'm just like, sure, like I have this impulse. I'm gonna like pick up the banjo and just start singing. And like, I only know three chords, but who cares? Like it feels really good. And just freeing myself from these limitations that are totally self-imposed and just, yeah, like they really like help me take up my full shape as an like an alive animal on this planet. And that's something I want for all of us. I want that too <laughs> so much yes and I relate so much to the many ideas moving through me and sometimes the point being just getting to it like not you know yeah just feeling really alive in the process of making things happen and letting go of the need to have a really particular outcome I think I think it really cannot be underestimated also how much that means to other people to witness I know I need to see that a lot. Ideally, every day, people just staying weird and doing their thing. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, and, and how I need that so much more than something that's really 
you know, beautifully created and just very well-rounded and put together and practice. I just need raw creative energy, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel there's anything else that feels missing in this conversation that you would like to touch on? Something that maybe feels important to you right now or that has been on your mind? Yeah, I guess one thing I've been thinking about that I I think, you know, me and you talk about too, but just as a reminder for other people, like I think there's this thing that happens where we um, decide that creativity looks like a certain thing. You know, like drawing is creativity or like dancing is creativity, but like other things are not. And I've been, I'm, I'm a, a folklorist and I, I really love research. It's like one of my other things that I do for pleasure. And I've just been also really trying to embrace like these parts of me that I didn't grow up thinking was creativity moving through me, but like really allowing that truth to be known to myself and like that we each have our own creative impulses and they might look wildly different and that's totally fine, right? Like if I love to take a bunch of old information from a really old book and put it in a zine or a workshop, like that's just as creative, like that research is my creative fire wanting expression and like me tending it and other people would do it in sorts all sorts of different ways I mean even things like coding can be inherently creative and I I just love this idea that we can continue to free ourselves from these notions of like what is what and you know like what is like creativity is only this category or it's only these types of things um I think creativity is so many things and and part of the joy is figuring out what that is for each of us Oh yeah, totally. Yes, I love that. I love that we added that in here. I've also been thinking about domesticity and how I just feel so creative in my home and how I just spend a lot of time here. <laughs> so so I really wanted to reflect, you know, how I feel about the world and how I'm comfortable and what I aesthetically find pleasing. And there's so much creativity in making food and tending to things and arranging things and putting them together and recycling and you know yeah planting seeds for the spring and all of that so yes I'm so with you on that mm -hmm. <laughs> um you offer a lot of different things which is such an illustration of <laughs> of your creativity so maybe before we go tell us what's up in your work right now and and for the year ahead how can people get to know you better and maybe work together in some way Thanks for asking. Yes, I do. I'm a multi-passionate person, <laughs> but um, basically the few things that are uh, ahead of me work-wise is the Working the Wands container. Um, registration's open for one more week if folks want to join us. Sliding scale always, payment plans available. Um, and that's a three-month creative container and that will go towards the solstice. Um, and then some things you can expect over the coming year. Um, I do like monthly-ish seasonal plant lore workshops. Um, that's my dorky research side um, and my herbalism side. And so I do a lot of research into plant lore traditions from um, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. And so I offer seasonal workshops around that. And so you can join me for those. Um, I have uh, a Patreon community called Sanctuary for queer and trans folks to come together and, and share space. And it's really beautiful. Um, and then you looking towards the autumn, everything I offer is, you know, seasonally aligned. 
And so in the autumn, I run a bunch of different things for ancestral reconnection um, and we do the swords deep dive in the winter. So to find more about those things, you can go to my website, which is of hawthorneandyou.com. And I also have an Instagram at hawthorneandyou. But my newsletter is really the best way to keep up with me and you can sign up for that on my website. Thank you. That sounds really beautiful. I'm super excited for people to check that out and I'll link to it in the show notes. And I really love how your offerings align with the seasons. I think it feels just kind of witnessing it that there's a real rhythm and so much thoughtfulness as to when things fit. And um, I also love just the research that you bring to your work and it's just really enriching. And I think as a participant, as I have been, it's really lovely sometimes to just lean back and let someone tell stories. You know, I just just so appreciate that as someone as someone who also works online a lot, is at the screen a lot. Um, it's just such a gift, I think, to oneself to come into those groups or programs and and sit back into your own practice and just you know have someone share what they have researched with you. Right, that's really cool. Yes, I love that about your work as well. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for today. It was lovely to chat again. I'm excited to share this and I'll link it up. And yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Yaro. Spring blessings. <laughs>